What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. Today, I want to talk about a very interesting article I saw on MLB.com. I wanted to expand on it. wanted to share it in case anyone hadn't seen it. It's talking about MLB's all-underrated team. So they made a team based on all these players at each position, well, one player at each position, that is considered the most underrated in the game. And they have a set of very specific criteria in choosing this list and the criteria are that in order to make this team the player must have at least two years of service time have never been an all-star have never been a finalist for a major award mvp cy young or rookie of the year have never won a silver slugger gold glove or reliever of the year award and have never signed a contract worth a hundred million dollars or more i think those are really fair benchmarks because anyone any player who's done in any one of those things is certainly not underrated because it means that the voters recognize their greatness. So without further ado, here is the 2020 all-underrated team for MLB. At catcher, it's going to be Christian Vasquez of the Red Sox. So if you go back to his debut season of 2014 since then, Vasquez compiled 36 defensive runs saved, which put him top 10 in the big leagues in that span. And in perspective, Yadier Molina has 10 fewer. He has 26 defensive runs saved in that time frame. And Christian Vasquez also seventh in framing runs over the course of his career. He's a very good pitch framer. But it wasn't until this past season that he actually hit enough to become a regular behind the plate. He had 23 bombs, 26 doubles. And was one of only four catchers in the bigs to have at least 500 plate appearances and have a WRC plus better than league average. So good year last year for Christian Vasquez. And he's going to look to continue to hit this year. I mean, usually with catchers, if you get the bat, it's a bonus. And that's definitely the case with Christian Vasquez because his glove is actually the reason why he's in the big leagues. He was a highly touted prospect for throwing out runners and controlling the running game and calling a game everything defensively but now that his bat has come along or at least last year it did that's that's icing on the cake absolutely but a 103 OPS plus for him last year um, who knows we might see some regression because he has a career 81 OPS plus but at least we'll enjoy while we can he's going to be that catcher on this team at first base, it's Yuli Gurriel of the Astros. Um, I mean, this dude, he, he rakes. I mean, Yuli rakes. I mean, in his career, he's a 293 hitter with a 330 slugging and a, sorry, 330 on base on a 478 slugging. But the reason he's on this list is because he's improved so much defensively. I mean, he's remade himself as a plus defender. In 2017, he was minus three outs above average. Last year, he was plus two. So he's going to be the first baseman on this list. At second base is going to be Jonathan Villar of the Marlins. I mean, this dude had a four-war season for the Orioles in 2019. And he still got put on waivers. <laughs> so I think that's that's a pretty fair statement that he's underrated. I mean, to put a four-war player on, on waivers, you, you don't see that too often. Obviously, Baltimore was well within its right to make that move because VR's price tag was escalating. And, I mean, it's, it's just not another safe bet in which he's going to get another 62 extra base hits. But 
He's an elite base runner, 98 steals over the past three seasons, uh, an 81.7% success rate. Yeah, he's he's just he steals a lot of bases. Next on this list is going to be the shortstop, Freddie Galvis of the Reds. Interesting selection here. Uh, I mean, they're saying it was a real struggle to fill this list without breaking any of the above rules. Uh, Freddie Galvis doesn't bring much consistency with his bat, although he did hit 23 homers and 28 doubles last year, but his career has just been kind of up and down. But he's actually among the most durable players in MLB. He's sixth in games played dating back to 2015. And if you look at StatCast's infield outs above average, that sheds some light on how good he is at shortstop. I mean, he's been plus 12 outs above average for each of the past two seasons. That gives him the exact same total as Francisco Lindor in that time span. So, I mean, Reds have been, I mean, or at least Reds fans have been wanting a Lindor trade all winter. They can now take comfort in knowing that they at least have a as capable defender in their hands. You know, someone who's as capable defensively. I mean, with the bat, it's a completely different story. But, I mean, last year he did hit 23 homers and 28 doubles. So, now all he has to do is have a total of 80 extra base hits like Lindor. <laughs> and since he will have the total package. But, yeah. Moving on to third base, it's going to be Yohan Moncada of the White Sox. So, apparently, Rafael Devers also met the requirements for this team, and it was tough to choose between the two, but uh, this person went with Yohan Moncada because he appeared on just one MVP ballot at a 10th place vote, but Devers actually appeared on 11, including a 4th place vote. So, um, going based on that, you would say that Moncada is more underrated. And I was happy to see this guy break out last year. You know, he's he's actually still very young. Uh, he was a much high prospect and a huge trade piece in that Chris Sale deal. It took him some fi- some time to find his footing in the bigs, but last year, 315 with a 367 on base and a 548 slash line, 64 extra base hits. I, I mean, this dude did not get the attention he deserved. I mean, he, he's a monster. He was a force on both sides of the plate and looking every bit as good of the prospect he was just a few years ago. And he's really rounding into form at the right time when the White Sox are looking to finally start competing. Moving on, we will go into left field. That's going to be Tommy Pham of the Padres. He's the only returnee from the 2019 All-Underrated team after he missed the All-Star game again and got traded again. I mean, awards, major awards elude him, but Pham knows that, uh, I mean, he's a good player. I mean, he's talked about this many times about how he believes all-Star Game voting should be based on statistics only. It should be very objective because it's hurting guys and they go into arbitration and free agency and they'll use your number of All-Star appearances as a benchmark for how good you are. But if you play for a small market team like Fam has for most of his career, it's hard to get noticed. Over the past three years, Fam's 13.6 war is seventh among all outfielders. And that's actually slightly ahead of Bryce Harper, who has 12.8. Or the same time span. He doesn't post a lot of homers, but he posts consistently good at bats. I mean, among all qualified hitters in that three year span, he has a 381 on base percentage. That's ninth in baseball. And when I say he doesn't post a lot of homers, I mean, he still hits homers. He's just not hitting like 40 a year. I mean, last year he had 21. And I mean, that's pretty solid, right? But definitely one of the best outfielders in all of baseball. Definitely a top 10 outfielder, but doesn't get the love that he deserves. 
In center field, it's going to be an Oakland A. I mean, it's, it's only right that you have an all-underrated team with an Oakland A on it, and that's going to be Mark Canna. He's probably going to be the A's left fielder this year, but he actually made the majority of his appearances in center last year because injured Ramon Laureano um, was on the shelf. And he gave the club a huge jolt. I mean, 26 homers and 497 plate appearances. He was above average offensively in 2018 as well. He had a 114 OPS plus that year. Uh, I mean, last year he was he was just really good, really good. Uh, 396 on base percentage. That's fourth in the American League. And we will move to right field, where that's going to be Max Kepler of the Minnesota Twins. He's I mean, this dude's a stud. He made a huge jump last year. I mean, he added 111 points to a slugging percentage and 83 points to his ISO. I mean, the power just came. It really did. Over the past few seasons, Kepler's rate of 0.67 walks per strikeout is top 15 in baseball. He's also a very good defender. Top 20 in MLB and outs above average in the outfield. Uh, he was a stud last year. I mean, he, he missed some time due to injuries. Miss a little bit of time, but he still put up some insane counting stats. I mean, 36 homers and 90 RBIs and, you know, 524 ABs. Pretty darn good. He was, he was born in Berlin. He actually grew up in Germany. He's one of the, you know, he's actually the first German-born player to stick in the big leagues. I mean, this dude went to high school in Germany. Very interesting story. But, um, yeah, he's on the all-underrated team for right field. And at DH, it's going to be Jorge Soler. I mean, he had one massive season. He broke out with a franchise record 48 homers, a 136 weight runs created plus. That was 20th, the 20th best in baseball. He didn't get a silver slugger, but I mean, at least he landed here. I mean, that's just a crazy season. And it happened because he was finally healthy. I mean, he's always had power, but he's never been healthy. And this is the first time he was healthy, and he, he most definitely made the most of it. Starting pitcher is going to be Mike Clevenger. Uh, I mean, this dude has fought some injuries, and he actually just got hurt again a couple days ago. going to be out six to eight weeks. But, I mean, last year he was off the mound early season out of the All-Star game. and um, But in 21 starts, 271 ERA and 174 ERA plus. I mean, this dude is one of the best pitchers in baseball when healthy. But, yeah, like I said, he just suffered another injury. He's going to be recovering from left knee surgery. Uh, for the next, you know, six to eight weeks. But over the past three seasons, he struck out 28.3% of batters faced, posted a 115 whip, and allowed just a 644 OPS. Uh, his 153 RA plus is the fifth best among those with at least 400 innings pitched in that span. I mean, he's trailing only Scherzer, Kluber, Verlander, and DeGrom. All those guys have multiple Cy Youngs. So if Clevenger keeps this up and stays healthy, he'll definitely get his. And last but not least, relief pitcher is going to be Taylor Rogers. Left-hander for the Twins. You know, last year he took over the closer role on a Twins team that won 101 games. He posted a one-flat whip and an 8.18 strikeout to walk. That was the second best among relievers with at least 150 batters faced. You know, 30 saves, 12 of them, 12 of his saves, covered multiple innings. So this dude is the guy that won't have to worry about the new three-batter minimum. He's going he's gonna to face his guys. He's just a stud. So, yeah. Taylor Rogers of the Twins is our underrated reliever. So that is it. That is the complete list. I enjoyed that one. That's going to do it for today. 
If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.